Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Shit's Hard. I'm your host, Amber, and today we're talking about keeping it cool. Because of course, last week, after I do an episode about adulting and insurance, the universe decided it was going to teach me about um, car insurance specifically, because I got into an accident. So um, of course, that happens to me right after that episode. But oh well, today we're talking about keeping your cool, emotional control, don't ruin your own day type of thing. Because um, how did I react to this? this fender bender? Actually not bad. I feel like I reacted a little bit better than I would have like two years ago. And I just wanted to like talk about it because that's, that's growth. Okay. So, um, basically it was the stupidest accident ever. It was just like a really dumb, like scrape side scrape situation. Um, which are kind of the worst, not really the worst, but like, just like, why did that even fucking happen? Um, but we learn, we grow, we move on. So we're just going to be talking about keeping it cool. Um, essentially, in my experience, like, I just can't really deal with people who, like, can't keep their cool. And I'm not, like, again, I'm not acting like I've never lost my cool. But, like, depending on the circumstance is where and when it really bothers me, specifically men, I feel like, I hate to like, <laughs> hate to like go down this controversial path, but I do feel like men in general are like more likely to lose their cool. They have a little bit less like emotional control, like they're a little bit more like emotionally like volatile. And I guess like what I'm thinking of specifically is like in the workplace is like when you're at like a job and like the boss is like usually a guy or whatever. Um, obviously sometimes it's a girl, but like, I just mean like in the workplace, having, like, an emotionally volatile boss who, like, can, can't keep their cool is constantly, like, losing their shit in the workplace or, like, everyone's kind of tiptoeing around them, walking on eggshells and, like, just, like, all around, like, you have to be, like, so careful around that person or, like, you don't talk to them at a certain, like, time or whatever, um, to, like, avoid them, losing their shit essentially. <laughs> and yeah, it's definitely not just men. It's for sure not just men. I just feel like in the workplace, it's more common for a man to do that than a woman, at least from what I've seen. Not that I've spent a lot of time in the workplace, but, um, certainly like both genders do this. Um, but having no emotional control is embarrassing. Like it's embarrassing to lose your shit is really, like, what I'm getting at here. And, like, you know what I mean. Like, I'm thinking of, like, maybe you work in retail or just, like, you work, like, close to close, like, face-to-face. -face. <laughs> I said close to close. Face-to-face -face with, like, clients, members, customers, whatever it may be. And, like, obviously we've all had that interaction where, like, somebody's just losing their shit over something that is not that big of a deal. Like, the reaction is not equivalent to, like, the situation. And that's just fucking embarrassing. Like, it really is. So I just want to talk about, like, keeping your cool. Having that emotional control. Because you can't control your emotions. Like, you can't control if something is making you angry or upset. But you can't control, like, your actions and how you handle it. Um, like, these people who are, like, losing their shit, you know, because... Um, because they're at a restaurant and they swear that other family put their name in after them. Um, 
you, you can control whether if you don't cuss out the host or not. <laughs> you can handle that. Like, because don't get me wrong. Like, I've certainly been in a situation where, like, okay, yeah, maybe you did notice that, like, a different family put their name in after you. And they got, um, maybe they got their table before you. Which is a little bit annoying, sure. I think it's important to always recognize, like, circumstance, though, is, like... You know, you don't know how the how the restaurant is run. You don't know how many people were in their party. You don't actually know when they put their name in or if they had a resident. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think it's sometimes you just have to, like, take a look around and be like, I actually am not running this restaurant, so I don't know how everything works. Um, or also you can recognize that people do fuck up. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, maybe that family deserved their meal a little bit before you. Like, it's fine. Um I don't know. I just feel like situations like that really define a person. And I just really can't stand like people who are just so emotionally just like a ticking time bomb. And like, you have to watch what you say or do around them. Like personally, I would just not spend time with them at all. Like if I encounter someone like that, I'll just avoid them at all costs. I'm not going to keep that person in my life because I prefer not to walk on eggshells. (laughs) I don't enjoy that. Um, But I just... It's something I usually think about in terms of, like, like how connected we are to our parents and, like, how we respond to unforeseen events is so connected to, like, your parents and your family and the way that you were raised. And because, like, for the first 18 years of your life, at least, um, if not more, you were watching your parents react to unforeseeable events, um, big or small. And I think the small ones say a lot more than the big ones, like, an example I just thought of was like, um, like if you were in the car with your parents and they got a speeding ticket and like kind of just how would they would react. Honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think my parents have ever gotten a speeding ticket, at least not that I can think of. Or maybe if they got one without me and didn't tell me, but like my parents are also very by the books people. So it would not surprise me if they have never gotten a speeding ticket because they're like that. <laughs> they like, they straight up just go the speed limit everywhere. <laughs> um, um, but like if that circumstance were to occur, like when you're younger, like how did your parents react? Were they angry? Were they angry at the officer giving them a ticket? Were they like, were they willing to admit that they were speeding or were they like, kind of dismissive of like, oh, I was only going this much over. Um, I don't know. I just feel like that stuff affects us so much, especially in adulthood, like is when I personally really start to see it is like how I react. And then I'm like, fuck, like I am my dad. Like I hate this, (laughs) you know? Um, But I do think in general, my parents, at least with the, with the general public, we're very, we're chill people and understanding and empathetic they weren't like that with us. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they were fine parents. But, like, I think, like, at least for my mom specifically, she, like, would never, like, make a scene. Like, ever. She would not be in a restaurant, like, yelling at a fucking server. Like, you would not catch her doing that shit. And, like, it's not that she was necessarily like, the saint of all saints. She, I think she was just a re- she's just a regular person. Like, she just was like, that. that's not, like, something that you flip out about. Like, it's, because I want to, like, I want to acknowledge the difference between, like, people-pleasing and, like, not people-pleasing, but just, like, being, um, fuck, what's the word? Not a people-pleaser, but, like, uh, like, a pushover. So, like, um, and, like, just letting shit go that is bothering you, because you don't want to do that either. I think there's a nice middle ground, and I think that at least my parents in public were like that. Um, like, just to, like... I don't mean, like, in public, but I mean to, like, people outside of the family, to, like, 
servers and whatever, like, they were very, like, not, not even, I don't even want to say chill. Just, like, they weren't a pushover. Like, if something came up, they would handle it firmly. But, like, like an adult. They were never the type to, like, lose their shit. I mean, my parents would lose their shit on us. But, like, but they would never, like, be yelling at, like, a restaurant host or anything like that. Um, even when annoying shit came up. Like, like, it's like, you know, like, would you ever send your food back? Personally, I probably wouldn't. Just because I'm... I'm a hungry gal <laughs> and like if everybody else had their food, I probably wouldn't want to like send mine back and wait for mine. So just for other reasons, I probably wouldn't send my food back. My food would probably have to be pretty bad and pretty messed up for me to not eat it. Um, or like an allergy is really the only reason I could see sending food. But I feel like there's also nothing wrong with sending your food back if it's not what you ordered or whatever, as long as you're being like respectful about it and you're just like, Hey, like, I'm so sorry. Like, hate to bother you, this is the circumstance, or whatever the fuck, I don't know, but, like, because I do feel like there's a line, like, you don't want to be the pushover to where, like, you know, people will just take advantage of you, such as, like, I don't know, I just thought of, like, a car salesman or something, like, because people in, like, retail and stuff will try to, like, sell you shit and get you to buy, you know, whatever, more stuff, and, I think it's important to be, like, firm, but I think it's it's important to not lose your cool either. Like, you don't want to be that person who's, like, screaming at, like, a sales associate over, like, you know, someone sending you, like, the like in your package that you received the wrong color of shirt. Um, although, like, you're correct, and that would be a little bit annoying, I think, to receive the wrong package. Like, that's just not the way to go about it. And there's something interesting I want to talk about in regards to like how to behave to how to behave in public <laughs> is actually what we're talking about today. That's what I should have titled this. Um, but like, like when, when stupid little shit comes up, cause I, I don't think the big shit is really as telling. I, I really think it's a small shit, but like <sighs> manipulation is key. <laughs> like, okay. It's not, but like truly, if you are like truly upset, you feel like you've been screwed. You feel like whatever, somebody fucked up and you're annoyed with what, like, let's lose the exam. Let's use the example. Like you got sent the wrong package and whatever. And now like the correct stuff that you ordered isn't available anymore. Not in your size, whatever. So you're irritated rightfully. So I'd be a little upset, but let's just take a step back and think about like, what are the goals here? Well, like if something really is out of stock or whatever, like you just need somebody to help you, maybe offer you, like throw you a bone, maybe, you know what I mean? Offer to like give you your money back, maybe a little something on top, throw in a coupon. Like, what do you, what do you want here? What's the end goal? And is to like get something out of this. Um, and so the way to go about that is not per se manipulation, but like you will get what you want out of life and people from being nice to them. Even if you don't fucking want to, even if you're like, no, this bitch is wrong. She's fucking lying. I just saw the shirt over there in my size, like whatever, like, or you're just like this person's stupid. Like being nice is still going to get you where you want to be. And you don't have to really be nice. You don't have to really think anything nice with these people. You can think in your head, these people are so fucking stupid, but if you put on a smile, if you be patient, if you be nice and just ask for what you want and you just stick it out, like people are more likely to help you. If you're just going to like be nice, just like be chill. You know what I mean? Like, and again, you don't have to feel that way. Okay. And it's not, it's not necessarily manipulation, but like genuinely just fake it till you fucking make it because you're going to get so much farther that way rather than being too a, fu- a, d- a fucking dick to somebody. <laughs> really? It's not going to get you anywhere. Um, 
And like people really will like they'll just fucking lie. They'll be like, oh, I can't help you with that. Oh, like only a manager can do that. Um, like if you're being an asshole, but if you're being nice, like they'll find loopholes or like ways to actually help you. Um, so fucking fake it till you make it. If you really if you really can't like fi- like <laughs> be nice, just pretend to be nice. Because <laughs> I just like I just think like losing your shit is never the answer. And it, it really never gets you anywhere. Like. Well, actually, I feel like sometimes it does, which really bothers me when, like, it bothers me at establishments that, like, have, obviously, like, every once in a while you have, like, a customer or member or whatever who, like, flips their shit and, like, is freaking out or something. And then they're, like, rewarded for that behavior because the restaurant or whatever it is just wants to, like, get them the fuck out. So, like, I don't know. Like, for example, like, if somebody, a family is going to dinner and... They, like, want to use a fucking coupon that's expired or something. And the server's like, hey, this is expired. Whatever. You can't use it. And then they're, like, flipping out. They're like, it's not expired. Blah, blah, They let me use it, whatever, last week. And then, like, a manager comes out and is like, okay, like, we'll just give it to you. Like, they just give it to him to shut them up. But it drives me nuts because it, like, instills the idea that, like, if you come here and you behave like a fucking child, like, then uh, you'll be rewarded for that. And you can get whatever you want out of being an asshole. And it's like, I don't fuck with that at all. Like, I really don't. And I think it like it's like a breeding ground for it. Like, unfortunately, other people see that. Other people see somebody flipping shit and then getting exactly what they wanted. And they'll fucking do it too. People do all kinds of crazy shit for fucking free shit. I don't know. People are stupid. But like, I just think like you, you want to keep your cool for many reasons. One being for your own sanity, for your own peace. You know what I mean? Like, protect your peace and all that. Like, you really should. Like, it's not, a lot of things aren't worth your own stress. And I think that the type of people who, like, get worked up over small little shit have, like, either too much time on their hands or or just, like, like, you know when you come across someone, you're, like, they're just looking for something to, like, bitch about. Like, it, like it doesn't even matter what, what scenario happens with you in them. Like, they'll find something because they're just, like, looking for it. I imagine those people probably go through like every day like that. Like they probably went to breakfast that morning and their coffee was like two degrees too hot and they flipped out at the barista. And then they came to you at your boutique and flipped out because you didn't have the dress of their size and they had to order it, but it was out of stock online. And then they flipped their shit there. And then, you know what I mean? They go somewhere else and like they do the same thing all day. And I think, for one, if you reward them for that behavior, then they just probably went home that night with, like, a free coffee, a fucking $20 gift card, and, like, I just, I don't, I don't fuck with rewarding bad behavior. <laughs> Not an adult, anyway. <laughs> God damn. Um, but I think those people are probably pretty miserable anyways. Like, they probably live their life, and they're like, why is all these bad things happening to me? And it's like, they probably bring them on themselves. But I just think, like, you want to protect your peace. You want to, like, you want to be chill. Because you want to be chill, right? Like, you want to have a chill day, a chill week. You don't want to, like, it's going to be exhausting. It's going to be so fucking exhausting to be flipping your shit at all these fucking establishments. Because, like, anybody who does it once has definitely done it twice. Um, And it just, like, that's got to be tiring, I think. Like, it takes a lot out of you to to be an asshole. Um. As somebody who's worked in service and retail, I rather, you know what? Sometimes I'm like, I enjoy it. I'm like, this is my entertainment for the day. This gives me something to talk about when I go home. So honestly, like you do you and I'll just keep 
watching the show that is your life. Um, but I think you have to you have to train your brain to like respond appropriately. I think especially if you were raised in a certain conditions where like people do kind of flip shit and make and make a big deal out of things, like make mountains out of molehills or whatever the fuck the thing is, the saying is. Um, but you have to like train your brain to like pause, take a step back, like evaluate the situation. Like same exact thing when I got into that stupid fucking car accident. I can't even want to call it a car accident. It was not a car accident. It was a stupid like scrape situation. Um, but I just was like, listen, uh, I could flip out and cry about it and be really upset about it. Um, or I could not. And I could just be like, oh, well, do the thing and get their information and get the insurance and do the thing and like handle it. Because either way, the end result's the same. Either way, I still got into a car accident and I still have to deal with it throughout the week and I still have to talk through to insurance and whatever the fuck. So it's like the end result's the same. Whether I flip shit, I allow, I allow it to ruin my week. I talk about it every single day or I just kind of low-key forget. Honestly, I forgot about it. <laughs> like literally two days later, my boyfriend was telling my roommate about it. And she was like, you didn't tell me you got into an accident. And I was like, I actually forgot. <laughs> I was like, I literally forgot. That's how unbothered I was. And I was proud of myself for, for not making it that big of a deal because don't get me wrong. It does kind of suck. And it was not like a fun situation. And I will say, um, I drive like a fairly shitty car. So that could also attribute to like my calmness is like, um, it's already pretty scraped up. <laughs> so like maybe if I had like a nicer, newer car, I'd be more, I'd be more upset, but the end result would still be the same, whether I was upset or not. Um, it still happened and I still have to deal with it. So, um, I think like that's, that's the key is to like, just pause, take a breather and be like, what's the goal here? You know, like, what do I have to do now? What do I want out of this? What's the solution? And just kind of move forward from there because flipping your shit is exhausting and it takes a lot out of you. And I think you're realizing it's just, it's literally like physically, like health wise, it's not just not good for you. You know, like stress is never good for the body. It's not good for the mental. And like, like I said, you can't help your feelings or emotions. If you did like get into a really stupid car scraper accident and you were really upset about it. Say you had just gotten a new car. And if I had just gotten a new car, I probably would be upset about more upset about it. Um, it's okay to be upset. It's okay to be a little like angry and you can't control those emotions, but I think you can control how you react and you can kind of like walk yourself through in your mind and just be like, listen, this happened. Life happens. You know what I mean? Like car accidents are bound to happen. You know, if you just look statistically, you know, you weren't going to go your whole life without one. And so if this is one of the ones that you get into, and it's just a little, you know, scrapey scrape, then we're doing all right. You know, <laughs> like then it ain't that fucking bad. <laughs> we can be doing a lot worse. A lot worse things have happened. Um, so that's kind of the shit that we're working on this week. It's just keeping our cool, protecting our peace, controlling our emotions and reacting to poor situations like an adult because losing your shit is embarrassing. And as I previously stated, you never want to be that person that everybody has to walk on eggshells around to avoid pissing you off. Like, you do not want to be that person, okay? That's a sad life. Like, that's a lonely life. Like, that's a nobody even gets to know you as a real person because they just think of you as this, like, ticking time bomb. That ain't, that ain't cool, okay? Shit's not cool. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to put some questions under this video just 
let me know how you're, let me know how you feel. Let me, how do you, how do you react to poor situations and why? And, and has that changed over the years? Have you, have you worked on it or has it gotten worse? <laughs> um, and how do you feel like that's connected to you, your family or your parents or how you were raised? And, you know, do you react the same as your parents do in the in stupid little shitty, um, unforeseen events? So, uh, that's going to be our episode for today. Um, cause this shit is fucking hard. Controlling your emotions is hard. Not losing your shit is hard sometimes, but it's for the better usually. And even if you want to fake it till you fucking make it. So thanks again for joining me on this episode of shit's hard. I'm your host, Amber, and I'll see you on the next one. Cause this shit is hard. Bye.